The black and white checkered cloth is seen everywhere in Bali. It's wrapped around trees, altars, even people. Well, this black and white checkered cloth has a story to tell. Colors have a meaning in Bali, and the color of black and white represents the dualities that exist. It represents polar opposites, the good and the bad, the seen and the unseen. And the gray areas in between this checkered cloth represents the unity of both black and white that creates the reality we live in. A combination, you may say, of all the different realities that exist all in one place all in one reality. However, this black and white cloth, known to the Balinese as poleng, is also extremely sacred. It is basically a symbol of neutralizing effects. It's a symbol of something that is generally seen as lower or as darker, made worshipable. For example, trees that house spirits would wear this black and white checked cloth in order for it to be deemed worshipable or respectable. There's also altars dedicated to various different ghosts and goblins, usually an altar called Penungun Karang. Penungun Karang is there in every single house in Bali, every single property, everywhere. A Penungun Karang is basically a protector of the land. It is dedicated to the deity that protects the house, the ground, and the people that live in it. And this particular deity or this particular creature isn't necessarily the supreme god. It's a lower creature that we still have to respect and still have to worship. Therefore, the black and white pollen cloth is wrapped around this particular altar. You'll also see this pollen cloth on different altars at intersections. Well, intersections are known to be places where the ghosts and goblins like to create havoc. Because of the traffic that continues to buzz around the streets, these areas tend to be a very easy spot for the ghosts and goblins to feed off humans. In other words, for them to create accidents and to feed off blood. Therefore, there needs to be protective altars meant for them so that they would then take the sacrifice of the offering instead the sacrifice of a human life. And therefore, these altars also have the black and white cloth. It's another symbol that this particular place is for the Butakala offerings, or the offerings meant for the lower creatures. Then there's also various different objects wrapped in black and white. It's endless. And these objects usually would house spirits, would house animistic or lower creature spirits. As opposed to the colors of white and yellow, or the color of red, which would usually be used for a higher god, for the supreme god, or for the ancestors. You would also see this pollen cloth worn by people. Well, traditionally this pollen cloth will only be used by two kinds of people. The first would be the pachalang, 
A pachalang is more like a local security guard, a, a village security guard, who would roam around the streets, usually during ceremonies, to ensure that traffic is in order, parking is in place, and also just to make sure that the neighborhood is safe. They would also generally go around the village or the streets at night to just make sure that there's nothing happening in the village and to make sure that everyone is safe and that there's no robbery taking place. So these pachalang would generally wear the black and white cloth. There's also a particular there's also particular ceremonies and particular dances and performances meant for the lower creatures in a sacrifice generally known as Buddha Yatnya. Buddha Yatnya is our, our sacrifices or offerings which are meant for the ghosts and goblins or for the lower creatures. And therefore this polling cloth would be people would be used by the people dancing or performing those sacrifices. It is true that the polling is one of the most important symbols in Bali. It does symbolize the Hindu Balinese philosophy of balance. We as humans live in the gray area, in between the two polar opposites, the seen, the unseen, the good and the bad, dharma and adharma, or righteousness and unrighteousness. Therefore, living in the gray area, we have this great opportunity and great responsibility to maintain the universal balance of harmony. So yes, the pollen cloth is extremely important, but other colors do exist. For example, the white and yellow cloth is used to represent the Supreme God, generally in his representation as the Sun God, Sangyang Surya Raditya. Therefore, if you see altars wrapped in white and yellow, or offerings wrapped in white and yellow, or even people who wear white and yellow clothing, that means that they are about to perform worship to the Supreme God. However, there is one more very important set of colors, and that is called the Tridatu. The black, which represents Vishnu, the god of preservation, white, which represents Shiva, the destroyer, and red, which represents Brahma, the creator. These three gods, or the three Murti, are extremely important in the Hindu pantheon, both in India and Indonesia and everywhere in the world. Therefore, the colors of black, Red and yellow are usually paired together in a string, usually known as Tridatu. Tridatu would be more like three blessings or three gifts. And this Tridatu um, combination of colors can be generally seen as Tridatu bracelets or um, cloth, which would be wrapped and stringed around someone's wrist and which basically symbolizes a blessing has been received. But that's not the only usage of the three datu colors. You'd also see the three datu colors represented as ceremonial flags, or on altars, or even just as decoration, or even, even the same pattern as you see the black and white, the, the checkered pattern with the color red added in between. So it's a symbol of the three gods. It's a symbol of the three different natures of material existence that forms our that forms our existence. But there's many other colors too, particularly paired up with the nine directional gods. But more on that on another episode. Until then, Om Shanti 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 Om.